Informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, and happy Monday. Welcome to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN and on demand on your favorite podcast platform uh, anytime you like. Well, it is 5.08 on Monday, May 15th. Uh, Coming up on the show today, hot news. It's our typical Monday hot news with Flatwater Free Press featuring investigative and hardworking journalists from Nebraska's very first independent nonprofit newsroom. So, uh, hey, say hello to Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Johnny, did you... uh, did you have a good weekend? I did. It uh, ended up being a very busy and productive weekend, but a good weekend nevertheless. And Mother's Day, I saw maybe something that you took care of your mom yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I, uh, I, I uh, didn't have the chance to see her right away, but I, I definitely had to make it a point. She lives out in Ashland, um, so I did go and see her last night, and we had a good little visit. Nice. Good for you. Well, uh, we... Uh, yeah, man, this cool weather kind of threw everybody, I think, today. But uh, I think we're thankful for the rain and uh, getting into the routine for the new week. And so uh, let me tell you what's coming up tomorrow on the show, on the Tuesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show. We'll welcome from Washington uh, Congressman Mike Flood uh, to give us a little update on what's going on on the Capitol. And uh, so we'll enjoy talking to Congressman Flood tomorrow on the Dan Parsons Show. And uh, joining us on the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline is Matthew Hansen, the editor of Flatwater Free Press. Matthew? Hey, Dan. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. Uh, um, I, I see that... Um, You've been doing some traveling lately, and we'll maybe talk about that in a minute. Uh, you've been out and about the state, and uh, so um, you went to your old hometown, uh, and uh, and um, so that was that had to be fun for you. Yeah, it was great. It, it you know, it's part of what we do at Flatwater is a thing called a listening tour, which I know might sound novel to people uh, when they think about uh, journalism or journalists. But the point of this is we go around to different uh, spots in Nebraska and we listen. We uh, try to shut up as, as much as possible and allow people to talk to us about what they think are important stories that, that uh, you know, may be untold um, in their place. Yeah. So that's what we're doing in Red Cloud, and and obviously it's uh it's more meaningful to me when when we're doing it in my uh, in my hometown. Well, and I knew that, and and anyone who has uh, tuned in to your uh, weekly newsletter would also know that. By the way, uh, Matthew Hansen from uh, Flatwater Free Press uh, every Monday here on the Dan Parsons Show. And if you want to follow along uh, with all the reporting and investigative journalism that goes on at Flatwater Free Press, you can uh, subscribe to their free uh, newsletter. Uh, just uh, go to their uh, their website, flatwaterfreepress.org, and uh, you can get uh, Matthew's Friday update uh, each week. And uh, I loved it, Matthew. You you introduced your newsletter Friday. Uh, you said the newsletter today comes to you from the living room of my childhood home, 
six miles outside of Red Cloud. And I love this. You said, my parents just fed half of the Flatwater Free Press staff breakfast burritos and cinnamon rolls. Man, how do I sign up for that deal? <laughs> yeah, the uh, we, we've got our caloric uh, uh, content there in the, like the first hour after after waking up. Uh, <laughs> thanks, to, thanks to my mom. But yeah, it's cool, and it, you know, it's a it's a way. I think it, it was fun to write that, but it's also a way to to try to show people. Um, you know, journalism can often feel too like distant to to people's lives, right? In, in all yes. these various ways, and you know, I think it's important whenever possible to 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 kind of uh, pull peel the curtain back a little bit and show people what how news is gathered. You know, sort of that that we're real human beings to to uh you know uh and uh that you know sort of how we do our jobs it's important for people to understand that as it is sometimes for people to or or it's a it's a maybe not as important as the stories themselves but it but it i think it adds context and meaning when you you can kind of know more about how the the story came about. Well, it, that's true, and uh, just seeing the byline, uh, yeah, you you are kind of removed from uh, the the readers, and so I think that's a I think that's a great idea, Matthew. Matthew Hansen joining us from Flatwater Free Press here on the Dan Parsons Show. Um, the other story uh, from uh, this week, uh, from a couple days ago, Matthew, that really caught my eye that I wanted to uh, brag on you guys a little bit. Uh, uh, the story, uh, Flatwater Free Press wins three Great Plains Journalism Awards. Uh, and the, the lead here is, uh, in its first full year of publication, uh, FFP bestowed, uh, bested, excuse me, FFP bested all newspapers and nonprofit newsroom in an eight-state eight region to win three, not one, not two, but three Great Plains Journalism Awards. Uh, back on May 5th down in Tulsa. And so congratulations. That's that, uh, it's nice to be recognized for, uh, for your work. Yeah, no, thank you. And it, and it's nice, it's nice for Flatwater. Honestly, you know, we are just starting out. We're, uh, uh, small and trying to be mighty. Uh, but you know, it's just a different thing when you're, when you're kind of starting a new news organization. I mean, I, I, I said it, I told people at some point that, you know, when I would win an award as a reporter at the uh, Journal Star or at the the World Herald, I would tend to to throw it in a desk drawer. Not because I didn't, <laughs> it didn't have some meaning to me, but because you know, it's always uh, often as a reporter, it's, it's sort of the mindset is the next story, the next thing. Sure. And and, and with this, it uh, it carries more meaning uh, to me, I think, in part because I'm uh, running the news organization, but it's also you know, we we started this thing from scratch. So, so to be able to say after a year that that we're not only doing the thing, but we're doing the thing at a high enough level that that we're winning some honors for for some stories is 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 very very cool. Yeah, that is cool. And uh, one of the stories that was included in your uh, in your awards was uh, about the Nebraska Parole Board uh, not showing up for parole hearings. We talked about that last week, I believe. And uh, uh, and remind me who the reporter was on that story um, yeah that, well and actually who won the award for that one are two of our reporters yin chi shu and natalia alandari and what yeah. they did and the pro board story was a part of it but what they did for uh, a decent chunk of 2022 is they wrote stories about um 
our correctional system, our, our prison system, which is kind of historically, traditionally overcrowded. Yeah. And it's gotten worse recently. One of the and most the, overcrowded the in America. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and that that's another um to, to be quite frank, you know, those stories are not sexy, right? right. I mean, it, you're, you're covering uh, 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 the bureaucracy of uh, state government in some way. But those stories are also really, really important. I mean, it's very easy for those type of stories to remain hidden. Mm-hmm. I mean, prisoners are quite literally <laughs> behind bars. Um, you know, they they're, they're, can be the most invisible kind of type of population. Uh, that we might have. So, you know, one of the the fun things about nonprofit journalism is we get to tell those stories, even though they might not, you know, they might not, they're the opposite of clickbait yeah. in some way, right? And we got to try to tell them in a way, and then the challenge and the goal is to tell them in a way that they are compelling to people, even though, you know, it, it's a, a, a story that, that maybe you've never thought much about before. Yeah, exactly. Talking to Matthew Hansen, editor of the Flatwater Free Press here on the Dan Parsons Show, and uh, as we do every Monday. And uh, Matthew is kind enough to uh, uh, loan his time and uh, some of his reporters. And coming up uh, after the break, we're going to say hi to Sarah, uh, and help me out, uh, Matthew Getzler. Ginsler. Ginsler. I was uh, oh so close. Sarah Ginsler, <laughs> uh, uh, a reporter uh, for Flatwater Free Press, uh, uh, who's established a, a really great reputation as a state government watchdog reporter, uh, both uh, now for Flatwater and prior to that for the World Herald. And uh, so we're going to be talking to Sarah uh, about the story that she's been working on and it was published uh, recently. Um, but, yeah, I think that's just... Uh, the whole concept, as we've talked, Matthew, the opportunity uh, for a nonprofit news news organization here in the state to have in-depth uh, reporting on some of these stories that maybe don't get that much attention and really need to get that attention in order to uh, hold people accountable, uh, hold our state government accountable. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's that's really important work. Yeah, and I mean it, it's it's so true in the the stuff that Sarah has done for us so far. I mean, and you'll obviously hear from her, but the you know there's this journalistic uh, ethos that's essentially like when everybody else, it, when the pack is going all to the same place uh, one way, you you go the other way, yes. right? And you find a story that that isn't being told, hasn't been told, won't be told unless you tell it. Right. And that's a lot of what Sarah has done. I mean, she's focused on stuff that is essentially I mean, this is me speaking, not not her or necessarily her journalism, but uh, my words. Um, she, she's focused on state government programs and areas of state government that are broken. They're not broken for ideological reasons. They're not broken because somebody's a Democrat or somebody's a Republican or, you know, uh, kind of uh, they just aren't working well. And there can be very many reasons sure. for that, and she details the reasons in her stories. But I really like that focus because state government is supposed to work for us, and not us as Republicans, not us as Democrats, us as Nebraskans. Um, and, and so I really like that. You know, and again, this sort of story that that's not the news of the day, right? That uh, that program X isn't mm-hmm. uh, helping as many people as it would be in an, in another state, but. Um, they're really, really important stories. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and again, uh, the concept is that you guys offer these stories to any other news outlet uh, in the state or beyond, AP, whoever whoever wants to pick these stories up. And uh, uh, just last week, uh, there were some stories on the front page of the of the Lincoln Journal Star, and uh, I know the World Herald, and uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's working, <laughs> obviously from your awards uh, uh, this past week, and uh, so yeah, we. We appreciate. Uh, I'm going to continue to be a champion for local journalism, and uh, you guys are helping me do my job. So, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Sarah's uh, story before we bring her on after the break at the bottom of the hour. Um, uh, set that up for us. She uh, here's the headline: Nebraska Legislature's internal research suggests uh, Canal won't deliver what consultant projected. And so, um, you know, this huge project uh, for the state to fund a, a canal and claim water from from Colorado, and uh, uh, it's uh, a $574.5 million in state funds has been appropriated to, um, uh, to go to that project. So set that up a little bit for us before we uh, sure. bring Sarah on later in the show after the break. You know, to me, it's really a story about what we expect from the, the, the amount of research, the amount of foresight that we expect from our state lawmakers before they uh, uh, parcel out large amounts of money, large amounts of our money. Um, right. It doesn't mean that you're uh, pro canal or anti canal or whatever. You know, it, it's more about the idea of isn't it interesting that a couple days before they're going to have the final vote on this project that or to, to transfer some funds to this project. By the way, that's not the entire cost of the project. The project, my, the canal project is going to cost many hundreds of millions of dollars more, I would guess, than the right. $570 million that's that's you know, might be transferred um, this year. Um, but a couple days before that is going to be voted on, um, almost no state lawmaker, almost as far as we could tell, almost nobody inside state government has seen this research done by the legislature's research office wow. that, that um, you know, casts some doubt on the benefits of the project. I'm not saying the research is right. Maybe there's arguments to be made against the, the the research there's this consultants report that that says the benefits are way higher um, but I would personally as a Nebraskan like my state center to know about that research and, and factor it in when making a, a decision yeah exactly and and you know the state is flush with uh, a lot of money this year uh, and that's uh, you know and, and all the senators knew that coming into the session and uh, federal ARPA money and and uh, and other funds that have in the state coffers are healthy and and so there's opportunities to uh, to do that to uh, spread some of that money around for good projects and so here's a good example of that and 
Yeah, that's an important story. So we will. We'll we'll talk to Sarah Gensler uh, after the break here at the bottom of the hour, and we're visiting with uh, Matthew Hansen, editor of the Flatwater Free Press. And uh, Matthew, we just got uh, about a minute left here. So um, anything else uh, that you want to chat about that you guys are working on this week? Uh, uh, that, uh, give a heads up to anybody in state government that maybe uh, don't want to take your phone calls. <laughs> no, no, but uh, we. You know, we have a really, really cool, uh, super heartfelt story that we're publishing on Friday about how a family from Ukraine ended up in Lincoln. It's it's the other part of our mission. It's this idea, yeah, we're going to do investigative stuff, we're going to do watchdog stuff, but we're also going to tell uh, important stories that kind of can bind us together. It's one of those stories written by an author, by the way, that people will be I'm very excited that he has decided to write for for Flatwater Free Press. So be checking that out on. Nice. Any uh, any hints? Uh, is, it, is it a byline we've read before in Flatwater? Well, it's a, it's a byline that uh, I mean it's a it's a name that has graced the the cover of some of my favorite uh, Nebraska nonfiction. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Okay. Awesome. That's awesome, Matthew. Well, listen, Matthew, thank you again for taking time out of your busy uh, week, the start of your week, to join us on the Dan Parsons Show. And we'll chat with Sarah uh, later in the next uh, half hour. But uh, Matthew Hansen, editor of Flatwater Free Press, thank you, my friend. Have a great uh, rest of your day. Thank you, Dan. Okay. We'll be right back. 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome back to The Dan Parsons Show, the Monday edition. And each Monday we welcome in uh, our friends at Flatwater Free Press, uh, Nebraska's very first uh, independent nonprofit uh, newsroom. And uh, we just... uh, uh, had the pleasure of talking with their editor, Matthew Hansen. Uh, those of you who remember Matthew from his World Herald days uh, uh, know that uh, Matthew is a, is a very fine journalist and a fine writer, and, and now he uh, plays the role of editor in helping direct uh, all of their reporters to new stories uh, here in the state. And uh, so thank you again to Matthew for joining us each Monday. Uh, coming up after the break, uh, we're going to talk to one of the Flatwater uh, Free Press reporters, Sarah Gensler. Uh, and Sarah is um, known as the um, uh, watchdog reporter for state government in Nebraska, and she's had that role not only now with uh, Flatwater Free Press, but uh, uh, she also uh, uh, played a similar role in, in writing for the Omaha World Herald in her career. So, uh, so we'll do that. Uh, you know, just looking at the headlines. Um, uh, this past weekend, uh, uh, I know many people were downtown because I saw them at the Kenny Chesney show. And uh, uh, the headline from the Journal Star is, Kenny Chesney blows the doors off the arena in his best ever Lincoln show. So it was uh, it was a hot time in downtown Lincoln and the Haymarket for uh, country music fans for Kenny Chesney. So that was, uh, I didn't get over there for that, but uh, uh, believe me, I saw a lot of people uh enjoying that concert so uh yeah uh, what a great time to be in lincoln for uh, all these great entertainment and and sports and the huskers uh, swept penn state uh, for their last home uh uh, uh, uh here at home uh, against uh, penn state so we'll be right back after this break 1499.3 klin 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN and on demand anytime you'd like on your favorite podcast platform. Well, every Monday, uh, it's hot news with Flatwater Free Press. Uh, featuring investigative and hard-working journalists from Nebraska's very first independent nonprofit newsroom. Uh, thanks to Matthew Hansen for joining us uh, in the first uh, half hour. And uh, joining us on the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline is Sarah Getzler, state government watchdog reporter for Flatwater Free Press. Uh, Sarah, it sounds like you are multitasking. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, we unexpectedly had a, a quick doctor visit for an 11-month-old who's now in the back seat uh, making his presence known. Nice. Well, um, it's his debut on the Dan Parsons Both of you, it's your debut on the Dan Parsons show. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks, Sarah. For, for time boy, on the radio. So. Yeah. What, what's the little guy's name so we can shout out to him? Of course. This is Felix. Fe- uh, say it his again. Brother's gonna, yeah. Felix. Felix. Nice. Yeah, his brother's going to get jealous. He has a twin brother, but he's not in the car, so he'll have to, uh, he'll have to be on next time, I think. That's right. That's it. right. Well, we appreciate that. Well, let me just uh, do a little brief uh, introduction. Uh, most recently, Sarah was the Enterprise reporter at the Omaha World Herald, where she covered the, uh, I, love, I like this in your bio, Sarah, you said, or somebody wrote, that you covered the ultra-dramatic 2022 <laughs> gubernatorial primary race. I have different words than dramatic for that, but uh, uh, Johnny won't let yeah, me. It was something, wasn't it? Johnny, Johnny will be hitting the cough uh, button if I say what I really think about that race. So, uh, boy, talk about that was crazy, wasn't it? I really was. Yeah. Uh, uh, but before that, uh, you were a state government reporter, and you constantly broke uh, deep investigative stories on Nebraska state government and other uh, public entities. And so it seems to me, Sarah, you have found a perfect home with Flatwater Free Press. So uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. And I would agree with that assessment. I, I think I have. So. Yeah, absolutely. We're very lucky for that. Yeah. Well, and so we do. Uh, Matthew kind of set this story up uh, that you uh, uh, spent 
uh, I assume, a lot of time uh, researching and uh, just a fascinating story about uh, this canal project uh, in western Nebraska and how the Nebraska legislature has uh, been asked to uh, help fund that. And uh, it turns out that there was some research done. And um, anyway, I'll let you kind of take it from there and uh, tell us how that story developed and uh, maybe what some of the response has been. Sure. Uh, so essentially this is a, this canal, um, as you mentioned, is a proposal that originated last year under Governor, former Governor Ricketts. Uh, he had a big press conference where this and that uh, proposed lake between uh, Omaha and Lincoln came up as sort of these water resource projects. Um, this one is meant to grab some water from the South Platte River out of Colorado. It's uh, taking advantage of a compact between uh, Colorado and Nebraska from like 1923, so a long time ago. But there was a piece of this compact that says if you, if Nebraska were to build this canal, it can claim uh, some water during certain months of the year, uh, non-irrigation months. And so the state is saying, all right, we're going to take advantage of this compact now and uh, in preparation for more development in Colorado, claim a bunch of water um, that we have a right to. Absolutely, and and very important. I mean, obviously, water is one of our most precious commodities, and uh, smart for the state of Nebraska to be looking out for that. Yeah, right. So that's uh, as you know, most uh, people, most legislators uh, hear that general goal and are and are on board. Uh, Last year, the Appropriations Committee was run by a different senator than it is now, uh, Senator John Stinner. Mm-hmm. He was a little uh, skeptical, I would say, of the project when I would talk to him about it, and that's reflected in um, that's reflected in the budget like, actions that were taken, I think. They just they approved just, I think it was 50-something million dollars just to kind of get started uh, on the project, really study it. So then that's, this is all leading to where my story comes in. And so there was this study that the state paid for uh, to look at just how worth it this would be, because just to give you an idea, I mean, this this project is well over half a billion. Wow. They are projecting, uh, and just given all the permitting requirements, will likely it would be, I think the report says about a decade away. Um, others might tell you it will likely take longer than that due to litigation that will come up or uh, in the permitting process. So it's a long-term, very expensive project. Uh, so this report was sort of looking at how much it might yield, um, if it's worth the cost, and it found that it, it was worth the cost. So this year, the legislature comes in uh, looking at that report and decides to transfer $575 million into a cash fund for the project. Uh, and then so that's kind of where we're at. And then this research that I helped uh, unearth, I think, in this story, questioned those conclusions in the report, which then would lead you to question uh, the project at, at large and whether they have enough knowledge at this point to to funded at that level. Right, right. Joining us on the Rick Stein uh, Recognition Hotline, Sarah Getzler from uh, Flatwater Free Press, investigative uh, reporter for Flatwater. Um, and she's multitasking, coming home from the doctor with her son. <laughs> so I love it. He, he, he sounds like he's doing yeah. okay, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Is there a promise of ice cream or something when we get home, Mom? Or <laughs> uh, You know, 
I'm not, he's never tasted ice cream, but he can probably have some broccoli, you know? <laughs> that's what I want to hear. That's right. You know, I'm a grandparent, so that's my go-to. It's like, yeah, I want ice cream. Sure, we can have ice cream. Um, so the Perkins County Canal Project, uh, uh, and, and as you noted, uh, started uh, under Governor Ricketts, and now Governor Pillen is... Uh, has added uh, more than $125 million to his budget, as your story reports. Uh, and so there was a report uh, that the, the, uh, the state hired a contractor uh, to do a roughly 200-page right. report back in December. And so your story goes on to tell how that report was received and who knew about it, right? Right, right. I, I think... Basically, that report was the evidence that was needed to pursue the project, um, if that makes sense. Or that's kind of the function that it that it had served in, for the legislature. I would, um, I think that's a way to characterize it. Uh, it was presented to lawmakers. I'm not sure on which committees they've seen it, but I know that lawmakers have seen it. Right, right. And, and uh, the... the some of the legislators, uh, some of the state senators, um, were taken by surprise uh, from some of the results, right? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking about the report from the internal report? Yes, I, I beg your pardon. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. And I was talking about the one from uh, from December. So, so uh, I will. What I had said previously was uh, related to the December report that the state paid for. Um, the report that I wrote about, that was um, an internal research memo uh, that one particular senator, Senator John Kavanaugh of Omaha, had requested from their internal research office. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I confused all of us uh, when I was trying to explain. No, no. Yes. So, senator, it is confusing. So, I was... Yeah, when I was reporting it, I was even like, okay, I need to make sure I use memo here and report here so we're not giving these. Yeah, so I, I've been there. So, um, so Senator uh, John Kavanaugh from Omaha, uh, mm-hmm. go ahead from, from there, yes. Yeah, so he requested uh, research, I, and I understand that senators can do this when they want some background on a topic that they are about to debate, you know, if they want some um or if they just want more research done on a particular topic so they're informed. And this, he requested research on this canal. I don't know exactly what his request was, but that's where that came from. Well, uh, and I don't know the senator that well, but from what I've seen, he's very thorough and very, uh, I believe, has a law degree. And, and so he, th- this is a very complex issue. And from what I took away from your, your story is that he wanted more information uh, to de- detail some and the takeaways from uh, uh, from this project before he could address it on the floor of the legislature. Right, and I would, and I remembered so when I was at the World Herald and reporting on the same issue, he was among the senators who were sort of skeptical of the project last year, and so I think it probably carried over into this new legislature, despite this uh, report that was issued saying it was worth it. I think he just wanted a little more information, um, and. You know, I think where that kind of stood in contrast is earlier this year, the Appropriations Committee, which writes the budget, had this opportunity to question uh, the director of the Department of Natural Resources on their budget request, and nobody asked any questions about the canal. Um, And so I found that sort of, uh, I was prepared for there to be lots of questions, but I thought I was going to learn a lot when I was watching that hearing, and it didn't, it just, they just sort of didn't have any questions. 
Um, so it's kind of, I'm not sure any of this information would have come up. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, and uh, and from your story, uh, uh, Senator Clements, uh, nor uh, Bruce Bosselman, Senator Bosselman from Brainerd, uh, who chairs the National Resources uh, Committee, uh, had seen the memo uh, that uh, Senator, their colleague had requested. Um, yeah, as of last week, although I talked to Senator Kavanaugh more recently, and it sounds like Bosselman had a requested copy seen it at this point. Um, I'm not sure if it'll influence anything or where that's headed, but so where so where is it. where is the funding at, Sarah, at this point? Because it's close to being uh, approved, right? Uh, is it on final? Right. Route? Where where is that? Uh, is it part of a larger It'll package? So yeah, there's so the transfer of funds into the into the Perkins County Canal Fund. That's in a bill uh, that just passed on second reading last week, um, and then. There's another, the main, and that's just kind of uh, other budget transfers are in that, other fund transfers are in that bill as well. And there's the main budget bill that uh, actually allocates some of that for County Canal. <laughs> yes, Felix has a lot to say about this, I think. Um, <laughs> but uh, some, another bill in, includes the funding that actually would go from that fund towards the canal. It's like $63 million per year for the next two years. Right. Um, right. And so those, those are part of the bigger budget package, yes. Right, right. Well, Sarah, um, I, I deeply appreciate you multitasking uh, as as a reporter and a and a parent as you take uh, your little one back home from the uh, from the doctor's office. So uh, any other stories that uh, you want to warn any of our state officials that you're working on or uh, uh, <laughs> that you uh, that you want to uh, preview here on the on the Dan Parsons show before we let you go? Uh. You know, right now I'm just sort of, uh, you know, I'm gathering myself ready for getting ready for the next projects. And, yeah. uh, you know, I always would love people's tips that they hear of something fishy or they think is interesting uh, going on in the government and state government and want to let me know. Would yeah. love to hear from you guys. Yes. And, uh, and I was going to mention that uh, before we let you go. Uh, you can follow Sarah on Twitter and it's S-A-R-A-G-E-N-T-Z-L-E-R. So you can follow Sarah on Twitter. And uh, and if you go to the Flatwater Free Press uh, website, uh, you can certainly find how to uh, give tips to uh, Sarah and follow her uh, her work uh, on um, on Flatwater Free Press. And uh, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've told Matthew and and Matt. Uh, you get the two confused. Matt Wynn is your executive director, and Matthew Hansen, your editor. I've told both of them that uh, uh, I'm a champion of local journalism. I've I've been on the other side of my of the mic throughout my career, pitching stories to reporters like you and and others. And now I I have the opportunity to highlight uh, the great work that you guys are doing uh, here in the state. So thank you, Sarah, for taking time to to talk about this important story. And uh, we hope to I hope to meet you someday face to face and. And uh, and uh, and thank you for your work. And uh, we'll have you back on again if uh, if you're willing to to talk about uh, some of the work that you're doing. And uh, we appreciate you being on the Dan Absolutely. Parsons show. Yeah. Absolutely, I really appreciate you having me. You bet, Thanks Sarah. So okay, take care. Have a great evening.
Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, Sarah Getzler from the Flatwater Free Press joining us here on the Dan Parsons Show. Um, You know, uh, if you want to uh, check out uh, what uh, Sarah and Matthew and the other reporters are doing on Flatwater Flatwater Free Press, you can go to their website and sign up for their uh, newsletter. It's... uh, uh, unlike uh, maybe some of your other uh, uh, journalism uh, folks that you follow, or uh, you don't have to pay uh, for this. They are a nonprofit news organization, and uh, they're giving their uh, stories away for free to other journalists uh, in Nebraska. And so you'll probably see Sarah's uh, byline. Um, I know I did uh, in the World Herald, uh, in the Lincoln Journal Star, and and other publications uh, here in Nebraska. So you can go to flatwaterfreepress.org and sign up for their free newsletter. Um, coming up on the show tomorrow is uh, uh, we get the pleasure of talking with Congressman Mike Flood. Uh, he'll be calling in from Washington to give us a, a report on what he's working on uh, back in Washington, and so we'll enjoy that. Uh, and then later in the week, uh, on Wednesday, we'll have some other guests uh, talking about uh, some other important issues uh, here in the city and the state. And, um, and Thursday and Friday, we get to have some more Nebraska baseball. The boys are finishing up the season uh, out in Purdue. And uh, they had a great weekend here in, here in Lincoln against uh, Penn State and uh, swept uh, the Nittly Lions. And so uh, Willie B. and the boys are positioned to do great things here at the end of the year and heading into the Big Ten tournament uh, in Omaha. So uh, we look forward to that. And uh, before we take a break, I just wanted to mention... Uh, that uh, uh, on Fridays, uh, we won't this Friday, but every Friday we'll have uh, uh, Flatwater, excuse me, uh, 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 Kevin Shin. <laughs> Flat- Friday too Afternoon many- Club. Th- thank you, Johnny. It's <laughs> yeah. too many Fs. Flatwater Free Press. I've been saying that all stinking day. Uh, 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 we will... Friday Afternoon Club, gee whiz, Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin, but we won't do that on Friday. Uh, we'll do that uh, a week from Friday. And then Thursdays, we welcome in uh, the Business Roundtable. Uh, we talk to the business leaders uh, here in Lincoln and to find out what's going on. So, uh, But coming up tomorrow, as I said, uh, Congressman Mike Flood will join us. And, uh, uh, and then Wednesday, we'll have some uh, important uh, guests uh, to talk to us as well. So let's take a quick break uh, on 14. 14- 1,499.3-K-L-I-N. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1,499.3-K-L-I-N. And welcome back to The Dan Parsons Show. Thanks again to our friends at Flatwater Free Press, Matthew Hansen, the editor who came on in the first uh, half of the show to talk about their awards that they've won and uh, Matthew's trip back home to Red Cloud. And Sarah Getzler from uh, Flatwater Free Press, one of their investigative journalists who's uh, broken this story about uh, questions that are being raised about the cost of this uh, canal project uh, out in western Nebraska. So thank you to them. Every Monday, uh, Flatwater Free Press uh, uh, will come on the show and talk about the work that they're doing. And um, and, and as I mentioned, coming up uh, in tomorrow's show uh, from Washington, D.C., Congressman Mike Flood. Well, Johnny, uh, the Husker baseball team is going to uh, take over the Dan Parsons show. Thursday and Friday, so we're sorry that we won't be here, but we're happy that the Huskers will uh, be going to um, Purdue, right? Purdue, yes, uh, to finish off uh, the the regular season before they uh, go to Omaha for the Big Ten tournament. 
It's uh, and and they did. They swept Penn State uh, this weekend, and uh, uh, it gives them enough wins to assure that they will make it back to Omaha uh, for uh, for the Big Ten tournament. So after allowing us to end up having a full show on Friday that we had last week, and then they had a pretty good weekend following that. So they absolutely did. Yeah, I mean, my goodness, and and great weather. It was so in a senior day uh, on Sunday, and so yeah, they swept their final home series and. Uh, um, yeah, Johnny B and the boys are uh, in in a good place. They're playing, hopefully, playing some of the best baseball of the of the season, and uh, so that that's what we like to see uh, at this point of the year. And uh, uh, so, yeah, we just need to take care of Purdue and uh, get into Omaha for the Big Ten tournament, and who knows what can happen. Well, uh, again, thanks for uh, hanging out with us here on the Monday edition of the Dan Parsons Show. And uh, we will see you tomorrow here on 1499.3 KLIN.